This is Guitar Talk. To me, it just seems like there are endless possibilities. One of the things I like to find out, you know, how people got influenced in the play and the guitar, because stories are so unique. The trick is not to feel pressured to conform. If you know anything about Joel, he's been around the block. He's probably one of the most sought-after guitar players. How would you create that song? How would you turn that song into your song? There's not a guitar player on this planet that I personally don't follow closer. It's it's not something that you see too often. I only know a few players that do it. Now, from the home of the blues, Chicago, Illinois, welcome to Guitar Talk with your host, Jimmy Warren. All right, everybody, Jimmy Warren here with Guitar Talk. Thank you so much for tuning in. Man, I tell you what, I you know, I'm just thankful that the weather is turning and it's not cold as hell, man. It, it was like below zero for so long there. And just like we just got dumped with snow here in Chicago and it was a complete mess. But now, hey, we got our coats off. And we're feeling warm because it's 36, maybe 40. <laughs> and uh yeah it's well it's the life in the windy city you know it's absolutely crazy you know one of the things that i like to do is to bring uh players from around the world to your attention you may know of them you may not who knows but uh i you know there's just so many great players all around the globe and that's the one thing that i love about doing what I do is I get the opportunity to uh, have conversations with the best in all locations around the globe. And today we're going all the way to Hamburg, Germany. And my guest is Alex Byrot. Uh, Alex plays with Primal Fear and Voodoo Circle. When Alice Cooper tours Europe with his uh, rock and roll uh, show, his classic rock and roll show, Alex, is his guitarist. So uh, this guy is really, you know, he's good, of course. You know, he's on Guitar Talk. He's really good in that. But there's some things about this guy that are really unique. One is, is that he has a line of guitar products. Um, so if you're like me and you're into gear, all types of stuff, uh, he's got a company called Guitar Slinger products uh you can go to guitarslinger.com uh, he's got effects pedals he's got a signature richie blackmore boost that he developed and created because as you could tell by the uh, person that it's modeled after you know that's the guy who really really influenced alex uh, you can tell it in his playing and you can hear it in his tone at times And so, uh, you know, Voodoo Circle just released a new album called Locked and Loaded. It's really good. Now, if you like bands like Whitesnake, you're going to like Voodoo Circle if you're not familiar with them. So I'm really excited to bring this guy to you. Now, if you'd like to watch the interview, you can go to guitartalkofficial.com. On there, we have Guitar Talk TV. You can actually see this episode if you'd like to do that as well so we're not gonna waste no more time we're gonna get right to it this is guitarist alex byrot from primal fear in voodoo circle right here on guitar talk with me Jimmy. you know what one of the things now correct me if i'm wrong but one of the things that i heard about you that i found kind of fascinating was that you were an architect or a draftsman 
which would be considered, you know, in your area of the, the world. Is that true? That's true. I was a draftsman. I worked with an architect and I was drawing uh, like restaurants and bars, like, you know, the interior and stuff. Yeah. And till today, uh, there are quite a few bars and restaurants in Germany I designed and they still exist. <laughs> so, so what made you, were, were you working to get where you are now at that time? Or was something, did something happen that made you, you know, want to make the switch from doing that to, you know, being the rock star you are now? Well, you know, um, when I was like something like 20 years old, my dad, actually, he said, you better learn a job. You need to learn something instead of playing guitar. Right. And he, he made me actually uh, to do to become an apprentice, is that right? Apprentice? Yeah. So, and, and I learned this job like in a school and, and I worked in a, in, a, in a firm. And then I started my um, professional career as a musician. And uh, well, as you probably know, it goes up and down and up and down. And every time in the downtime, I worked as a draftsman. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and actually, I enjoyed it. I liked to, you know, like by hand, not on the computer. And this time, you, you did everything by by hand. And I always liked it when it get you have to get really into the detail, really close with your eyes, you know. <laughs> so I, I I loved it. I, I it was fun actually. So yeah, yeah but I, I stopped it in uh, I think in the mid nineties. I stopped it. Yeah. Well, just, you know, it's a part of your creative nature, probably, you know, that's what yeah. it's creating. So, uh, you know, but you went on to create something much cooler, which is, which is good music in that. Uh, was it always a plan? Was that always your plan to try to get to a, a place to where music was your life? From the first day I played smoke on the water on the guitar. <laughs> Smoke the first the moment yeah yeah the first moment i had a distorted guitar sound coming through a tube radio actually yeah not even the guitar amp but i played through an old tube radio yeah and that it could the sound amazing actually <laughs> and uh, from that moment i decided i want to become a professional musician yeah. And I have no idea that 40 years later, I will be on stage playing Smoke on the Water together with Ian Gillen. <laughs> I know. I know. You, did, you, you toured, didn't you tour with Glenn Hughes? Uh, actually, it was, unfortunately, it was only one show. Yeah. It was supposed to be, a, 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 I was supposed to play a, a tour through Russia Siberia and Japan. Yeah. And the whole tour got canceled because Glenn decided to to make this band with Joe Bonamassa, Black ah. Country Communion. Right. And so his solo career was on ice. Yeah. And I I fell off the roof, you know. <laughs> oh man. That's too bad. That's too bad. But yeah, yeah. I, I I can tell that 
that uh, Deep Purple and Richie Blackmore was definitely an influence on your playing. You can hear it in it. That's nice. That's a compliment. Yeah, well, I hope it is. <laughs> it is. Thank you very much. I hope it Thank is. Thank you. You, you. You've played with a lot of different bands, you know, and, uh, and each one has been really good. I mean, how did you get into, like, let's say Primal Fear to begin with? I mean, they're a pretty well-established band. How did you fall into that? That was actually pretty easy and just natural because um, I played for a long time in the band Sinner. Right. And, and Matt Sinner is the founder of Primal Fear and also the bass player. Uh, and so that was that was pretty easy. Oh, okay. Very good. Very good. Yeah. But now you've got a brand new CD out called Locked and Loaded with the Voodoo Circle. Yes. It's, it sounds amazing. I mean, huge. The drum, the, I don't know who did the recording or where you recorded it at, but the uh, production of it is, is really, really good. Sounds really Thank nice. you. Yeah. yeah. We spend a lot of money as, <laughs> for the drum recordings, you know. Uh, to be honest, I recorded the guitars here in this room in yeah. my home studio but the drums have been recorded in a real studio in, in Germany, in Heidelberg, Germany. Yeah. Uh, and Marcus, the drummer, did a phenomenal job. And I also have to give a huge credit to uh, Jacob Hansen, who mixed and mastered the album. Yeah. Yeah, they did, they did a fantastic job. It sounds really good. And the other thing, too, I like is, is that there's some elements. I, like in the first song, Flesh and Blood, now I don't know. Did you have horns in that, or was that was that the keyboards that that emulated? There's, that's a that's a keyboard. There, there are no real horns on on the record. It's yeah. All keyboard. But it yeah. sounds like horns, and it's a, it's a really nice touch, you know, to that song because that's something that you normally don't hear, in yeah in that style of music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you have to try to do something different, right? So, there's also um, the title song of the album, "Locked and Loaded." Yeah, is also uh, different from the rest of the album. Actually, the, you also can hear fake horns. Yeah, fake horns. Yeah, <laughs> horns. And yeah. and uh, and uh, and uh, the song is more meant to be played in a rock disco and people can dance to it you know yeah. and uh i also I, I say it's like lenny kravitz on steroids that's that's <laughs> the <laughs> okay now you just said rock disco I, i'm from chicago what the hell is a rock disco well that's that's a term we use in germany that's a, oh, okay. a club where only rock music has been played oh, okay. <laughs> and there and there are girls dancing in high heels uh, on the dance floor to rock music you know <laughs> I'm, I'm in the i'm in the wrong part of the world <laughs> <laughs> looks like man <laughs> dang you know it's like i i need some of that 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 going on too yeah that'd be great so uh uh now your guitar parts and that when you record uh, do you write them out or do you, you know, is it something that you take like several passes at or is it a combination or how do you go? Well, I'm, I'm actually, uh, I'm self-taught. I can read music and everything I do, uh, I do with my ears and my, my heart and my experience. Yeah. So 
this, this, the solos on this album, they are actually 90% is like of my first take of the demo. Yeah. And then I redo it. Yeah. But it's always the, the, like the first idea is it's always there. And then I just do it very nicely and, and maybe change a little bits and pieces here and there. Right. But this is, this is how I work. Very, very um, natural. And I like uh, improvising also a lot. Right. Right. So, and so you recorded from your house. So that makes it really nice though, because then you can take your time and, you know, get each little Especially part. last year. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, unfortunately. You, is, is, yeah. Are things still locked down in Germany? Well, yes. Right. Um, and actually right now I'm in France because oh, I okay. live in France. Uh, I'm not French, I'm German, but I live in France, very close to the German border. It's like 10 minutes by car. Yeah. And many Germans just move over to, to, to France to enjoy the, the, the food <laughs> and the <laughs> lifestyle. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so you got rock discos in France too? France and Germany? Everything, of course. <laughs> the French girls. <laughs> yeah. So let, let's talk about your guitars. Are, are, you know, uh, I've seen some of your videos uh, the stuff that you're doing from home, you know, from your studio there, you know, promoting the new CD and that. I like the room, you know, it's, there's a lot of cool stuff in that room, of course. And, uh, you know, is, is there a certain, is there a number one guitar that you play all the time that's your, that's your uh, go-to or are you, are you using a lot of, you know, a lot of different stuff? I mean, what's your, what's your preference? Yeah. Well, whenever it comes to recordings, I have, uh three no actually four four uh favorite guitars yeah if you want i can sh i can show them to you i just have to turn on the lights okay All yeah right. great That'd be great yeah one second okay i hope this isn't too bright wait a second there's one uh like this maybe Oh, here's the amps. Okay, so this is my my favorite Les Paul. Oh yeah. It is, but it is actually a German company. It's a German brand. They call it Maybach, like the car. Right, right. Are you familiar with them? I, I've heard of it. I'm I'm not yeah. real familiar with, but I have heard of it. Yeah. It's, it's even maybe you can see it's uh, yeah. It's a really nice. It's a beautiful guitar. And uh, I exchanged the pickups. Right now, there are um, Zur Doug Aldrich pickups. Oh, okay. The, yeah. And then my favorite, wait, wait a second, my favorite Strat. Uh, it's still in the geek bag. <laughs> Here we go. This is my favorite Strat. Oh, yeah, that's nice. And uh, this is also, it's like custom made by a, a luthier, a German luthier. It's called Ziggy, Ziggy Braun. Okay. And uh, yeah, this guitar has, it's, it's seen a lot. <laughs> it has got some miles on it there. Yeah, it's just been all over the world. Yeah. And then I have this one. 
<laughs> I'm not prepared for this. <laughs> That's okay. This is life. <laughs> That's the, this the, is a. Uh, it looks very similar. Yeah. Yeah, it's really but nice. This actually, this is the uh, Fender um, Play Loud. Yeah. The Ingmi Malmsteen Play oh, Loud. Okay. okay. There are only one one hundred pieces in the world. One hundred made. That's probably the best thread I have. Then does that got a scallop fretboard? Uh, yeah, but only a little, little bit. You probably can't see it. It's only a little touch. Yeah. On the other one, the other one is scalloped from the 10th fret. Really? Only from the 10th fret because I, I, I like it better when I play chords than, and it's not scalloped. I like that better. And the scalloping, I only like for soloing, you know? Right. And, and, wh and why is that? Is it just because of the quicker response? The scalloping? Yeah. Why, why do you like well, that? I have, I have more control over the string, and I don't slip, you know? Sometimes when it's you, you sweat a lot. Right. It's very, it's uh, sometimes, or, or, or the action on the guitar is very low. Yeah. Then it's easy to just slip off the string, and if it's scalloped, that yeah. won't happen. And for bendings also, you 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 have more control. And to me, it works perfectly. And then I have this baby. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's an original EDS twelve seventy five. Yeah, that's yeah. good. And those are my most favorite guitars and i have this one. Oh yeah gold top gorgeous yeah that's an uh an r7 oh yeah very nice yeah <laughs> and uh well yeah we can do this for an hour now <laughs> they're, just, they're just laying around everywhere aren't they <laughs> that's one really more wait a second one okay. more this one i just bought this one uh you know, I was on tour this year with Alice Cooper right. and, and the Rock Meets Classic thing. Yeah. And one of our guests was uh, Robin Sander from Cheap Trick. Yeah. And, you know, I always liked Cheap Trick a lot. Yeah. Great songs, great performers. And they always had a certain kind of like punk attitude or... And, and they were really fashionable in their clothes and everything. Yeah. And so, and flashy, is that right? Yeah. And uh, so I thought I need a special guitar to match up with Robin Sander <laughs> on stage. Okay. And I, I bought this one. Oh yeah, that's gorgeous. Is, is yeah. That, yeah. It's a catch. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, well, it, it's going to be hard to upstage Rick Nielsen when it comes to flashy guitars because yeah. he's got all the crazy stuff, you know? That's really crazy. Definitely. Those are really nice, man. Now, when you get a guitar in that, uh, you know, if you find something in a shop and that, is there, like, if you got a Strat, is there something you have to do to the guitar? Like, for instance, you mentioned the 10th fret on was scalloped on the one. Is that something that if you bought a Strat, you would automatically do? I did in the in the past. I always did that, but at a certain point, I stopped, and and I got used to it. So now I can, I like it better if it's scalloped. Yeah. But I don't like so much to 
uh, destroy yeah. a, a, a Fender custom shop guitar for five thousand dollars. You know, this yeah. reminded me uh, there was a, there was a, a White Snake. They did like a, a Zoom kind of thing a couple of weeks ago, and with uh, like uh, like Rudy Zazo, David Coverdale, um, Steve Vai. And all these white snake guitar players and 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 um, Adrian Vandenberg from the Netherlands. Yeah, he all he tried to get into the Zoom call, and it's the same thing. It he was on and off and on and off, and they were making jokes about him. So this just reminds me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't make jokes about it. So all right, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Just so you know, we had the same problem of the Zoom going in and out constantly. Uh, it was one of the hardest interviews that I've done so far. <laughs> but uh, you know what? It was well worth sticking it out. So let's just jump right back in. Here's more Alex Byron. Uh, uh, why don't you tell me, like I was saying before, a, a little bit more about the album, what you want people to know about it. And uh, do you plan on touring uh, once things open up with this album and do you plan on coming to the United States? Well, um, Jesus. Yeah. Um, we hopefully will be on the road next year. Yeah. Um, but in this situation right now, we don't know, but we're trying to do something. And about this album, I mean, if, for example, if you never heard about the band Voodoo Circle, I would describe the band to you as um, if Deep Purple, Rainbow, Whitesnake, Led Zeppelin, and Jimi Hendrix would have a baby. <laughs> this is the that kind of would be, that baby would make, huh? <laughs> that would be Voodoo Circle. Yeah. Because those are the bands I grew up with and I still love listening to. And I admire the songwriting, the, the musicianship, and it's it's the music of my youth and my my career. Right. And this music made me to become a guitar player. Yeah. And so those are the roots of Voodoo Circle, and you can hear that, and you can hear that a lot. And I want it that way. So if if people uh, say, oh, it sounds like Whitesnake, uh, then I say, yeah, it does. And it's supposed <laughs> to be. It's right. supposed to be. It's exactly what I want because it's my favorite band ever, you know, and uh, there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm not ashamed to to say it. Right. It's totally okay. Well, I, I think, I think uh, your music, you know, should represent, you know, the influences that you've had. I mean, that's the way it is with anybody, I would think, you know, it's, yeah. you know, you can, you can hear the influences of, of different people in, you know, different players and that. So. Yeah, that's totally it's okay. Natural. It's only natural. And it's a huge compliment to all those people. You know what I mean? You know, that, that uh, they've influenced you to the point to where you've turned around and, you know, you've produced in, put together you know something of equal caliber because this is this is just as good as anything those guys have ever done you know and and you know and i also i want to embrace their heritage yeah and and give it back and and you know you know what i'm trying to say 
I and, do. Uh, some of those guys, I mean, Hendrix is, is dead a long time. Some of those bands like Led Zeppelin, they don't do anything anymore. And I think there's nothing wrong with uh, having uh, these influences and show them in a modern way. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, the the album Locked and Loaded, it's uh, it's really good. You know, um, I, I, I actually really like it. And uh, it was well produced. It was well played. And uh, man, I wish you all the best with it. Thank you. Thank you. Know, really yeah, we have high hopes. Actually, we've been uh, in the Amazon Hard Rock bestseller charts on number one. Wow. For the whole week. Wow, that's really so, good. Yeah, and uh, today I received some inside informations about the uh, chart entry, the top 100 album chart entry. And uh, yeah, we're going to make it and we're going to make it good. It's going to be a good place, good ranking. So this is kind of cool. Yeah, that's really good. Was, was it hard to decide to release it now with the way things are, you know, with the pandemic? Or did you take the, the thought process of, I got to get something in front of people so they don't forget us? Yeah. yeah. Um, I made the decision in March that we're going to start the drum recordings in April to release the album in January 21. Yeah. Uh, and I knew it's going to be tough and there probably won't be a tour. But I also thought if I don't do it now and this whole pandemic thing is over, then I will be touring the world of Primal Fear. I will be on tour for one year. Then I will have the Rock Meets Classic tour. Blah, 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 blah. So, you know, right. I play in a normal year. I play like 120 shows all over the, all over the globe. Yeah. And so I thought if I don't uh, work on the Voodoo Circle album now, then it will be probably take another two years till I will be able to do it. And so that gave me the extra push over the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you released it because like I say, I really like it. It's a great album. Thank it is you. a great album. I enjoy your playing. I think you're a great player. I really Thank do. You. And, Thank uh, you very much. I wish you all the, the success in the world. Jimmy, thank you so much. And maybe we can do this together, together uh, again in, in a half year or something like this. And uh, and I I promise I have a better internet connection there. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, man. Thanks a lot, Alex. Right. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. You know what? I am really grateful for modern technology in the sense that I'm able to have this type of conversation with somebody, you know, clear on the other side of the world. But at the same time, it does, uh, you know, bring about some issues from time to time, you know, when it comes to the connection of the the Internet in that. But we were able to do it. Man, who? Alex Byrot of Voodoo Circle and Primal Fear. I tell you what, go to uh, voodoocircle.com or guitarslingereffects.com uh, or, you know, look up Alex uh, Byrot on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or any of those places and follow him. He's a great guitar player. He's a really nice guy. And uh, he's definitely a good entertainer. You know, they're a good band live. So I want to thank him for being on Guitar Talk today. 
Hey, in just a few days, on the 10th, my guest is going to be Ricky Medlock of Leonard Skinnerd. That's right. You know, we got one of them wild-eyed southern boys that are going to be a part of the show. It's going to be awesome. We're going to get an opportunity to hear, you know, some really cool and fascinating stories from Ricky because he's got a lot of them. You know, after so many years on the road with Blackfoot and Leonard Skinner. You know what? I thank you so much for tuning in. Do me a favor. Go to Jimmy Warren Radio on Facebook and follow me there so that you can get everything on social media from uh, Guitar Talk. At the same time, you know, feel free to go to guitartalkofficial.com and subscribe so that you don't miss anything. Right there is Guitar Talk TV. You can access it there. You can watch the interviews for Guitar Talk on there, as well as other uh, series that we have. We have a series called Gear Life, which is demos and reviews of all types of guitar products. Uh, We have another series called Hidden Gems that we recently just launched that highlights uh, guitar players from around the world that aren't as known that we feel that you should know. And we have another brand new series that's going to be launching sometime later this year called Techniques and Tones with the Pros, where you're going to get to hear insight and tips and lessons and techniques directly from the masters. That's right. You know what? You want to know how Andy Timmons sets up his strime and timeline? Huh? You want to know how uh, Joe Satriani is you know, getting the sound that he's getting or... You know, anybody else like that, you know, we got a whole bunch of them. You're going to really enjoy it. So just go to guitartalkofficial.com and you can access it all. Just so you know, this month, our spotlighted guitarist on our website is Larry Mitchell, who played with uh, Rick Ocasek of the Cars, uh, Billy Squire. He's Grammy-nominated guitarist. Really, really good. So, uh, yeah, check it out. Until then, you know what? I thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next uh, time around on the 10th with Ricky Medlock of Leonard Skinner. I want to thank you so much for listening to Guitar Talk. I'm Jimmy Warren. You know, y'all have a great day. 